<laughs> I'm like, were you adjusting your wig? What was that yeah. about? We're adjusting my Santa hat. I love it. My hat says, I've been naughty. <laughs> my Christmas sweater says, well hung. <laughs> Both are true. Welcome <laughs> to our holiday Wonder Woman review. <laughs> Y'all, you thought you were uh, gonna get rid of us until the new year, because we told you our last episode was the last episode, but... Mm -hmm. In typical 2020 fashion, there's always something more. Do you know us at all? (laughs) Wonder Woman came out on Christmas Day, and you didn't think we were gonna do a special episode about it. You crazy. Please. We're having our whew, we're having our signature cocktail, the Golden Lasso Martini. Uh Uh-huh. Look for that. Recipe on our Patreon. Yep. <coughs> Pictures and everything. <coughs> Which is where our this episode will debut, and then it'll roll out a week later on for all Apple the common and, folk. Yes, iHeartRadio and all that stuff for the common folk. Exactly. So you special people will get to hear it first really? on Patreon. I just noticed your healed Santa boot. Yes, I, I hung up a Santa <laughs> and it's patent leather. There's a lot stocking, going on there. Okay. Patent leather. Like, oh, there's a heel on that. Oh, wait, it's patent leather. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it has the white trimmer on the top. Yeah, it's very cute. I love it. The Wonder Woman uh, shrine has. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so interesting because um, I have loved Wonder Woman for a long time, and I've had a few things. I've had, you know, uh, the Pez dispensers, etc. But people just knew that I love Wonder Woman, and so they kept buying me stuff. Yeah. And it just grew and grew and grew into a, where I have this gigantic collection now. Mm-hmm, a whole shrine. Oh, yes. I, I did buy a few things to kind of polish it off, but that's why we've always like lovingly referred to our show as like being in the Wonder Studio mm-hmm. and all that stuff, because that's sort of, as we record each episode... Even in the first place we started recording, yeah. remember it was all along the DVD bookshelf. Uh-huh. It was basically like Wonder Woman and Thor. Yeah. So it was like Greek and Norse gods, mm-hmm. which is cool, but this is better. <laughs> <laughs> so Wonder Woman has always had a special place uh, in our hearts and certainly in mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one thing I think I've asked you this before, like, I feel like you knew Wonder Woman, but didn't quite know all. Exactly. I knew she existed. I knew she was a very important part of the DC universe. I didn't know much about the history or anything until I met you, and you gave me a whole (laughs) four-year college plan in Wonder Womanism. I'm like, you see. I have my bachelor's in Wonder Womanism. In Greek mythology. (laughs) Let me take you back. 3,000 years. Yes. So she is very special. Uh, she definitely does come from that, you know, mm-hmm. Greek mythology and the Amazons yeah. are a tribe and Greek mythology and all this stuff. So we love her. We love the first movie. We've waited not so patiently for the second movie. It has been As a long everyone time. else has. Yeah, it's been a long time for this movie coming out. We're shocked it came out this year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We've been let down so much with these damn release days that we were just preparing for it just to be pushed back till next year. For real. So, like many people, I just bit the bullet, got HBO Max, and I was like, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's worth it at least to see Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to do, by the way. It synced up with both of our TVs really, really, really? easily. Good to oh know. God, it was probably the easiest installation I've ever done. Oh, that's good. 
Is your fire stick working now, by the way? Yes. And... All the kinks are done? When we... Yes. Good. And when we hooked up to the HBO Max, it sends you to the website to where you're basically doing it on your phone. Oh, yeah. And then it links up. automatically. I love that. That's oh, the my best God. thing Way ever. Way fucking easier. Yes. That is the Way best thing ever. Easier. I do that with my YouTube premium. Yes, I have YouTube premium. Mm-hmm. Only because I like to listen to stuff and I'm not watching it. It's worth it. It'll play in the background. Yeah. Like our podcast. Exactly. It's worth it. Wait, do we put our podcast on YouTube? No, I'm saying you can listen to a, you can listen to stuff on YouTube like a podcast if you have YouTube uh, Premium. So like on my phone, my phone to. can be off. We we, we, we will need bring our crew we to get back on this. Yes, shit. we will bring that back in 2021. Marcel, not doing his show. Especially now we have a, a fancy camera on my phone now, mm-hmm. and a shit ton more storage. Yeah. And I guess it's easier to upload shit on YouTube now that they've caught up to, to everyone downloading shit, or uploading, I should say. You know what? A lot of that is beyond me. You guys listening to the podcast, we thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> we are not tech marvels whatsoever. No. You more so than me lately. The so, tables have yeah. definitely turned well, in the last couple of years. You're I have like, learned how to edit stuff and whatever. Yeah, you are insane so. with that. I'm just like, well, uh-huh. Um, to me, it's just like I do the bare minimum, basically. <laughs> but but uh, if if you just downloaded HBO Max and just watched Wonder Woman mm-hmm. 1984, this is the show for you. It is. We're hitting you right now. Uh, you, we literally finished watching this uh, like five minutes ago. Uh-huh. Six and then hop right on in here <laughs> with our <laughs> golden lasso martinis, ready to go, ready to spill the tea. Golden Lasso Martini is so amazing, and I love it forever. It has, you guys, it has a gold salt rim. Uh-huh. And it's a red martini. It is. With blueberries. That go to the bottom. So yeah. it's a, a gold, red, and blue, typical Wonder Woman fashion. We love things that go to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Richie Rich, overall, I mean, again, you, you probably now, because of me, you probably know more about Wonder Woman than most people uh, do. Yes, 100%. But uh, overall, just knowing kind of... Wonder mm-hmm. Woman and such. What was your general impression of? I thought it was very well-rounded. Yeah. And it held my attention the entire time, which we all know how that goes. Right. You are notoriously... Attention deficit. Yeah. I, I will zone out. I need, I need medication. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. It's, a, it's an ongoing thing, and it is the truth. <laughs> People that give me a, a lasso of truth around me, I say I don't pay attention to much. Mm-hmm. This movie actually held my attention. And it was also like three movies in one, which I liked. The first, second, and third act were very, very defined in what they were, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. It kept me going. It, it, almost, it, was, it was almost like three movies, mm-hmm. because you almost had like a literally from the vault... Yes. 80s movie. Yes, like 80s, teenaged, malls were involved. This is all spoilers, by the way. Um, Oh, yeah, we always do all spoilers. Villains dropping onto the top of a car. doing on Christmas Day? Exactly. Besides watching watching Wonder Wonder Woman. Woman. Exactly. Uh, Um, Yeah, and then the 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 middle section, you, you got a lot more character development and things of that nature and, and then the, the last was all action yes. and resolution yeah it was definitely like three different movies all in one but they mm-hmm. melded very very well mm-hmm. that once did i get bored 
I thought the opening scene was good. They brought everybody back. Yeah. They brought Antiope back. They mm-hmm. brought Queen Hippolyta back. They brought young Diana back. Yeah. I don't know if it's the exact same actress as it was last time, but she is so good. Yes. That little girl is a better actress than Gal Gadot is. Literally. She's so fucking That's no good. shade, by the way. It's not shade, but oh. we're honest here. No, she is just good. This podcast is a lasso of truth. Okay. We, we cannot lie. Yeah, no. Oh, because there were some things about this one. I mean, look, for me overall, like, I love the first movie. I thought it was fucking amazing. I gave that movie an A+, because they hit so many things. It was very serious. Mm -hmm. It was really good. I thought this was, like, a B movie, you know. Yeah. B second film. Like, it wasn't better than the first film, for sure. But they hit a lot of points. Exactly. Um, It... It, uh, I think, satisfied in a number of ways. And I mm-hmm. think also it was way more accessible as far as family. Yes. Little kids can watch this uh-huh. without... There's I one bad movie the, in, or one colors. bad word in the whole movie when yeah, he's like, it. shit, Diana. That's literally it. And, it's and it was very well played. So funny. So it's it's like a G-rated yeah. film like to me. Yeah. Um... Although we curse on sailors, we curse like sailors on this show, so that's nothing. Coming <laughs> no, from I mean, us. what the fuck is that about? But um, yeah, I love that they like brought everybody back, and that was like really key. Like it really was. That first act was out of nineteen eighty four. Like oh, it was like a hundred percent. It was like Teen Wolf, Back to the Future, yes. Howard the Duck, all bam, right, right there in your face. Completely. I love that it was so bright and vibrant. I do because superhero movies are so always dark. Sometimes so dark you can't know what you don't know what the fuck is going you on. You can't even literally see what's happening. Yeah, right. but this was bright. It was vibrant. It was eighties. I love. It. it didn't even really get dark until the last. The very last mm-hmm. act. The very last part of the last act. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, obviously yeah. brightened up again in the fifth act where everything was, like, great. Yes. Um, the one thing I felt was, like, okay, so I loved that first act. I loved that whole 80s theme. I loved how they dropped us into Diana's life and her working with Kristen Wiig's character. Mm-hmm. That was very natural. Yeah. And then, like, along comes this gemstone that you can wish on and this is a thing in mm-hmm. greek mythology and many other mythologies are like it could be any object it could be a fucking walking stick yeah. but if it's been p- empowered by the gods that's it just like diana's rope you yeah. know it, it make you, makes you tell the truth it shows you the truth mm-hmm. it's obviously a it's a golden lasso it's not just a drink Um, this will make you tell the truth yes we've had a few of them by the way so yeah there'll be no lying on this show Um, I love how they really dropped you into that but the one thing about Steve was even though from the very beginning you knew exactly how he was back and that it wasn't quote unquote really Steve back from the dead A I thought it was hilarious that the actor that they chose to play Steve's body before you see Steve yeah is way taller than way Chris taller. Pine. Like, yes. way fucking, way fucking tall. Uh-huh. I mean, even the first time I saw it, I was like, what? Yeah, wait a minute. Okay. And then it kind of made me think about consent. Like, when they kiss and mm-hmm. they're sleeping in the same bed. And <laughs> it really did. I was like, 
He is in someone else's body. True. I just dropped something. Like what it, was that? It, it was the cap to my pen. It was the lasso. It was the lasso. Really it <laughs> it's hanging right there on that on that cap. Um, yeah. So that to me was a little. But they also played that off with a lot of comedy. They did. Mm-hmm. The um, you know between her. The chemistry between her and Chris Pine is... Okay, it's great. So palpable. They feed off like, each other so well. Right? But I really felt like Kristen Wiig was yes. the center mm-hmm. of the whole movie. Oh, 100%. Because it was her character that you saw her go from that pink sweater uh-huh. in the beginning to the glasses that always she had some kind of glare. She did a full Michelle Pfeiffer, Selena Kyle transition. But was... in like five acts. Yes. Like it, was, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, oh, she fell, now she's Catwoman. Yeah. It was like... There's Subtle a slow, as fuck. Yes, and she was learning her powers and whatnot. And and for a while, she was still kind of herself. Yeah. She was still funny mm-hmm. and cute, but she was also, like... Getting a little sassy. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then it really turned. And by that scene where she was kicking that guy down the street, you're like, oh, my God. It's she's like, oh, she... Gonna fuck him up. Yeah, she don't care no more, which she deserved. Uh, yes, but so she I wasn't was... Mad, but yeah, that's not something that she would normally do. Gary? Yeah. Yeah, I loved She's her. She's getting overwrought with power. Her transformation. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed about this film, and if you're a Wonder Woman fan and you've followed her over the years, like, I don't know what it is about escalators. Yeah, you were telling us this. There's what? something always about, uh, for example, even in the brand new uh, Superhero Girls, because Wonder Woman is new to this world, she's never used an escalator. Yeah. So it's very magical That's or so mystical to her. This has happened in other cartoons. This has happened in... Is it like an been, inside it's, joke it's, that it's originated somewhere up? that they I just keep don't on... know where this originates from. Maybe any Wonder Woman super, super duper fans that no why escalators are a recurring theme let me know but it's in the movie only it's reverse because she's showing steve how to use the escalator so it's not her that's like whatever freaking out about it and she uses her little thing as a boomerang Mm -hmm. which linda carter did that in the tv series i did not even know that which is hilarious because in the tv series it's clearly this like piece of cloth you know what i mean it's like (laughs) around her forehead that suddenly she whips off and is metal (laughs) you're like what see i didn't even know that that was even a thing in the tv show Mm -hmm. until you told me because the first thing i thought of was xena warrior princess Uh, well xena everything xena is stolen from wonder Woman. very true actually yeah that's true oh yeah everything amazon Mm -hmm. the yeah I didn't even think about that. The outfit, the, the little, the little. Uh, what's funny is uh, the little like circle weapon that Xena uses. Yeah, her chakra. Mm-hmm. The Amazon weapon is actually a double sided axe. Oh, so if you take basically take out the handle, mm-hmm. what's left is Xena's weapon. So even that is completely stolen from Amazon. That's so interesting. And... I never even put two and two together, but mm-hmm. that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you had a lot of those uh, things, like the crown, you know, being used. The truth, 
mean, mm-hmm. the truth, uh, Wonder Woman has always been about seeing the reality yeah. of the world and the truth. That was a total theme throughout the whole movie. Her knowing tons of languages. Yeah, that that's was awesome. always been a thing throughout. I love that she had a job. Right. Yes. Like an actual job that, like, a, like a career job that explained like where she gets her money from and how she's living, where she's living. I'm so tired of being someone working in the coffee shop and then having this awesome like mansion or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, this makes no sense. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> right. She works at the Smithsonian, and, and is highly qualified for obvious reasons. Of course, but... <laughs> she knows all these fucking languages. Languages. Um, she, this is my third golden lasso, so be prepared for this to go off the rails any minute. Um, yeah, so she has skills, obviously that, and she wants to find these artifacts. That's how she finds this Amazonian mm-hmm. artifact of the. Golden Eagle Armor, which I love how they brought that in. Yes. It was such a great, mm-hmm. easy part of the story. Yep. It deepened the Amazon part of the story. Yes, those were Linda Carter's eyes. Which I thought was, was awesome. Attacked after by the all those people. Yeah. Um, you know, the another theme, too, is like the main bad guy, uh, Maxwell Lord, or whatever mm-hmm. his fucking name is. Um, you know, even he, I think to a lesser degree, uh, Kristen Wiig, I think more to a subtle degree, both also had those changes where yeah. in the beginning they were a little kind of cartoonish and mm-hmm. very 80s over the top. Yeah. And by the end, certainly like Kristen Wiig was uh-huh. scary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he was still maybe a little over the top. Yeah, but, but I mean, it was... But definitely when his eye was bleeding, uh-huh. and his mouth You and could see he was basically shit. deteriorating. Yeah, he was, like, disgusting. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is a little more serious now. All right. Um, they both had that transition. Uh-huh. Right, where, you know, they really went from this almost character mm-hmm. to... A character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I did love, uh, honestly, how over the top uh, they both were. I mean, yeah, I think it worked with the time framing of the film and the pacing of the film. I think it all worked very, very well. Um, the one thing that I thought was maybe a little rushed, even though it was funny, was the invisible jet. Yeah. What? Like, that was so kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere and happened very quickly. Hey, I'm going to make this jet invisible. Don't worry. Oh, like, I've done this once before with the coffee cup. Let's see if I can do it now with the jet. It's like, what? Like, I think they should have made that, like, like a smaller gag, like her trying to do something and then it leading up to that. Right. Because kind of like, I did this like five years ago with the coffee cup. Let's see if I can do it. It's like, what? And you know it's going to happen. Right. But it's also like there's not even any t- any tension with it either. It wasn't. It it, just, it really happened within like a thirty second time period. It was very quick, and I her making the jet invisible was yeah. never really part of her power. Yeah, that was it. Just kind of came really, out of nowhere, right? Uh, and even in the comic books, like it was either Amazonian technology that did that, mm-hmm. or 
you know, in some of the cartoons, it's just been... Cause Invisible off, shit. Yeah. Because it, it's off radar or yeah. just whatever, like reflection or whatever. So, yeah, I thought that was just a little rushed and a little weird, but also yeah. worth it for the fireworks and them flying around yeah. and having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I just... I wish it had just been a little more... A little more backstory would have helped. Right. Some or kind just of a something. Like they it. already had... The one interesting thing I thought about having that opening where they spent however many minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, with her running through that fucking maze mm-hmm. and getting on the fucking horse and not being able to throw the thing at the end. Why didn't they cut back to that? Why yeah. Why wasn't there more than with the Amazons about all this stuff? Yeah. Like, we didn't get to check back in with them. Like, yeah, why? No. I would have loved that. I would have loved to see a little more, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that would have given us the answers we were kind of mm-hmm. looking for. Yeah, that was and really it, just it, thrown it out there. It was a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I get it. There are things they had to kind of... But I did feel like... That was kind of thrown in there. Just to have an invisible jet. Right. Like, For a few couldn't, seconds. Like, or couldn't <laughs> you just see the little girl and the and the mom being at the border and being like, oh, this is how. How you do this. And her Zeus failing to do made, it or something. Blah, blah, blah. And then right, right. Later on being like. She's like, well, I've had 50 years of practice this thing. Right. And bam. And like, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like she could have been a little funnier in moments. Like, I yeah. know she she's. That, I think that part, not to cut you off, I think the part, it could have. <laughs> Like, had her have him freaking out at her being like, I was just kidding. Why would I ever, like, do something I know that, that I could do? Like, that would have been funnier. Yes, like, yes. still have the shit Diana part, which was hilarious. And it wouldn't have seemed so like, oh, let me see if I can do this. I made a coffee cup do this before, but I never found it. And then, bam, they all just, like, invisible. Like, she could have she toyed with him and then made it right. into a big joke. At the that would have been yeah. funny. And I think it would have sort of suited her... Knowing what she's doing. Abilities as an actress as well. exactly. (laughs) Like, you didn't think I'd really have us up here if I could make this thing invisible, right? (laughs) Uh, But it was beautiful. There was a payoff to to all of that. So, okay, fine, whatever. I've never... We're nitpicking here. I've never seen her make the jet invisible before, whatever. Uh, This sort of leads us to... Um, not only visually, but like Kristen Wiig's first cheetah transition mm-hmm. where the guy that harasses her when she's a defenseless nobody mm-hmm. to now someone who is empowered. And a complete badass. And Yes, in more ways than she even knows. Uh-huh. Kicks this guy's fucking ass. Yep, who fucking deserved Down the sidewalk. And we really... And continues to kick Yes, him. yes. Like, she's... It's not a, get the fuck off me. It's a, oh, no. Oh, I'm more powerful than I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fuck you up and keep fucking you up. Now you're going to get tortured. <laughs> I really love that because it, it really let you see Kristen Wiig make that transition. Because mm-hmm. she was like, oh, you don't remember me? Mm-hmm. All right, let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was great. I really thought this was Kristen Wiig's movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, honestly. Totally. I do wish they would have shown her transforming more. Yes. Only because clearly she sh- was supposed to be like a humanoid mutated cat. 
mm-hmm. situation, which is why I think the nose changed into a more of a feline, pointy situation, but it didn't look like her. It Right. It looked like a completely different character. Like, I mean, it is a completely Aside different character. Aside from her I wish you would have just mouth. shown her yeah. facial features getting more feline-ish. You yeah. Could, you could mentally adjust yourself to that transition. Right. Because it looked like it was... It went from her, and then it was, like, this, like, video game character that was kind of resemblance of her, but not really. Again, we're nitpicking here. We love the movie. I love the movie, (laughs) but you're absolutely right. We didn't see that. She really went from, like, I have a, you know, under-eye, rocky eyeshadow... To a cat, literally, yes. And so it was, but the face nice. was still human-like. It but it was, did, but her, it didn't look her like mouth. Her-ish. Definitely, still, they they kept that the same. Her mouth was the same, but you're right. Her face kind of got very angular. Yes, the cheekbones got, got higher. The mm-hmm. nose got very pointy, which was still human-like, but it didn't. Quite it wasn't animalistic her. enough to not. In the same way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah, um, but I still, you know, I love to see her, like, each step of the way. Like, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see more. Yeah, more Yeah, Cheetah, I would have liked to have seen her transforming, be it fast or slowly. That would have been awesome as well. Yeah. Her not knowing what the hell's going on, and then all of a sudden, like, maybe some claws are coming out. Or, and then some fur, and she's like, what the fuck's going on? She realizes that her wish is mm-hmm. now fucking up on her. That I that I would have liked to have seen more of, right? I thought that would have been an awesome situation, and her maybe hating it, but then loving it as well. Yeah, I think overall they could have. I mean, again, we're nitpicking because I thought it was great. Exactly, I give it, I give <laughs> we, it have a B. To, we have to critique something. I give it a B, uh, <laughs> but because Kristen Wiig is so good. Yes. I really think they could have just really gone for it with her and really yes. made it her. Had the transition so. happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love her, even maybe even being, I'm, I'm making these up in my head right now, but like, even being like, <laughs> like pissed off at Max. Uh, yeah. And storming off and then her like breaking down right, and then slowly like deconstructing and it. then yeah. like what the fuck is going on and then embodying it and just seeing her transform versus it all happening off camera. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a big off camera fan. I like right. things. I mean, I like some type of a transition going on, even if they did like a slow zoom mm-hmm. where the nose starting to change and the eye was getting a little bit yellow. I would have been fine with that. Something. Yeah, like it was the, just the like silhouette. Something. Anything. Happened. Something. Give us something. Yeah. Yes. Um, I did like that during one of the big action scenes, which was her in the Middle East trying mm-hmm. to. Get to, to to Maxwell Lord through all these different trucks that she ha- apparently had to destroy each one at a time. Um, I did like that during that she was actually losing power. Yeah. So we had this other shift within the film, which was like she knew way before that that basically you know she knew the whole time that it wasn't even Steve, and mm-hmm. she also knew her wish for Steve was costing her her yes. Powers. I think I hit my mic when I, I touched my heart. <laughs> um, so it was kind of fun to see her, like, even though she was bleeding yeah. and getting fucked up, yep. 
trucks could still run her over, and she was like, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And flying through the air. It, it was so a slow... I thought that was fun. Dissolving of power. But no, yeah, I just you, thought that was yeah, like... That's my first thing I noticed, was I'm like, oh, she's bleeding. Right. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Right, yes. And then, but then you're like, oh, but okay, that truck just like totally ran yeah, out of like, she's still fine. fine, so. Um, can you lasso a bullet? Yes, we learned today that you can. Apparently that apparently you can a thing that and there also was kind of that Marty McFly skateboard moment. Yeah, there was a lot going on. There the was rocket that yes. propelled her towards uh-huh. the she kids playing in the street. Dally gas pipe and flipped open it, flipped over a tank. Yeah, I felt like they Michael Bay stepped in for. Just oh, hundred percent. That was very Michael Bayish. Yes, on that road. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was better than the No Man's Land scene in the original film. Which Very was true. Fucking incredible oh, yeah. and so emotional. That was great and amazing. This movie, I think, did have other emotional moments, but just in comparison, I don't think that that scene really had the impact that maybe they thought. No. It. It was a little it was, by, it was a little by the books action movie ish. A lot of action movie cliches. Yes. Yeah. This Everything was a piece just of scrap metal that you're going to use as a surfboard basically right. on the street. And then yes. there's gonna be sparks below your armor. And then you're going to flip the tank over and it's gonna slowly somersault. But it's gonna down. stop right Then they're gonna be children. You. you have you have to <laughs> but, and then the the tank's going to slowly slide until it hits right before you and the children and then bam. Is gonna stop. It was very paint by numbers action movie 101. Yeah. What would Michael Bay do? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all right. Um, but again, I did like that they at least made her powers like lessen. And I like the use of Steve as well, because mm-hmm. he is a very useful character. Yes. And he wasn't he, just there. It, it, right. Thankfully. Even though she is saving him from stuff all the time. Which is understandable. He so. also comes <laughs> in and like, helps her out. So I do love that. And uh, we do find out that with, they don't name him, but the the Greek god of lies is Dolos. Mm. Hey, you um, go with that during the middle of the movie. Yes. And uh, the gold, actually the Amazon with the golden eagle armor, uh, Asteria, she's actually the daughter of Titans in Greek mythology. Oh. Okay. So. A little backstory for you. Yes. Uh, so this is where things start to shift after all the trucks fly in the air and mm-hmm. all the stuff happens. Like, he starts bleeding everywhere and, you know, all the stuff, like, starts to happen. And you sort of see, like, this White House scene where... Even though there's a sort of weird Reagan-esque impersonator. Yeah, I feel like that was done on purpose. Legal reasons? Likeness reasons, maybe? <laughs> You knew it was. It, you knew being like given the time period that it, who it was supposed to have been. They never addressed his character by name, and right. he vaguely it was looked just the like Reagan. Or but whatever. Yeah. yeah, you knew where they were going. Uh, you know, but but still, things start to really shift at this point, and it's like really hitting the fan, and the world is involved, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we already know at this point what the stone is. Yeah. And that in order for her to... It was very Wishmaster. Yes. Which is exactly what... what if you've if you not seen Wishmaster, that's exactly what it is. It is a demon, basically, who will grant you a wish for whatever you want, but there is an opposite effect of you getting that wish. It's the leprechaun. Yeah. It's the monkey paw. Yep, it's... it's yes. You know... 
Um, I forget what it's called in the movie. I'm sure it has some Greek. Let me watch the film again, and I'll catch <laughs> Third time what in, Greek in the last seven hours. Greek uh, mythology they're actually referring to with the stone, but yeah. So like we already know Steve isn't even fucking real. Yeah, and we see Wonder Woman's powers depleting by the moment, mm-hmm. where she could barely flip a truck over. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> at this point, everything is going to total fucking shit. And we know, basically, Steve has to go. Yeah. What are they going to do for Wonder Woman 3? Because the chemistry between yeah. these two... It's very good, really but also, what the hell can you do? ...these films. Yet again, our hearts are torn apart as they say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And again, off camera. Yeah. Her wounds start to heal. Yeah, as she's running. Mm-hmm. The music, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and she fucking flies. Yeah, which is great, and that was a great introduction as to how she learned how to do that. I fucking cried. You did. I cried the first time I saw it, and then I was like, "That's stupid. <laughs> That's probably just me being." I've been up since five a.m. waiting for this movie. <laughs> it's probably just me being. Nope. I also cried the second uh-huh. time I saw it. Even Renee though was like. Teary-eyed. I don't cry, so yeah. Well, you. Had I did this, feel something though. You had this removed. I did. My tear ducts were removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene was beautiful. It was. It, I love that it took its time. It did. Mm-hmm. It really felt. I've had emotions. Hold on. Did I miss? Did I miss something? Hmm. Did she not swing from lightning on the last? She time? did. That when? was at, that was at the end of she was flying and then she realized like what was happening with the because the lasso of truth was like hey girl I'm showing you the truth and that's okay, when I don't she know, hit okay, the I must have literally blinked or went and grabbed oh, my yeah, drink it was very I was, quick I was all I didn't yeah. see that scene she did okay she did that was happening like, in movies a lot they'll show you something right. and then all of a sudden it's not even in there, no it but... was in the film it was just okay. like after I, she was flying I must have literally looked down. For a sec. Yes. And that, by the way, goes along with the Wonder Woman mythos of initially her character could always sort of like glide mm-hmm. on the air current. Yeah. And then like she. Like a flying squirrel. Yes. And then she could like <laughs> fly. And then it was like. Then she, uh, you know, she had the feather of Icarus. Uh, what, the whole point is, yeah. she's had many different things Ways over the flight. years yeah it's dc so she has like 15 different yeah. origins but she's always had some ability to like fly or whatever so i think she was kind of propelling herself okay from the air and the clouds yeah. and the lasso and all those things but yeah it made me fucking cry but she did yes lasso the fucking okay yeah i missed that part. i was like bolt. wait a minute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that did happen several times she has lassoed lightning in the comics so we finally get to the darkest part of the film where he is broadcasting to the world that they can just wish whatever they want and people are dropping dead uh-huh. and shit is going on and Barbara has f- turned full cheetah. Oh, that fight was good between the two of them was 
wild. When the wings were around her and she kept clawing through them, I was like, yes, fuck her up. I mean, I don't want, obviously, I don't, I don't want one of them to die. But I was like, yes! Yes. <laughs> I thought that's actually when you could really kind of see, even in those little moments, you could see Kristen Wiig's eyes really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Because um, I guess they did all the fighting stuff mm-hmm. with the with them. Yeah. Because she said she had bruises all yeah, over the Yeah, place. they did a bunch of capture motion and whatnot. So and they a were lot of it is doing it. in the air. Yeah. Like, flying around on these fucking wires and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, the fight scene was super fucking intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know. Like, right. And showed how powerful Cheetah was, because mm-hmm. the first time you see that fucking armor, is like 300 fucking men attacking it and not even mm-hmm. penetrating it whatsoever no matter what weapon they had <laughs> so for this totally. for this little kitty to pop up yeah it was literally ripping off the metal feathers of this wing device it and that suit is so well designed mm-hmm. it looks amazing it, does. it was practical it wasn't cgi mm-hmm. cuz when she's stuffed up in the corner yeah, you know, with her lasso like on his ankle or whatever, it's clearly like an actual fucking scene. Yeah. My God, the costuming in this whole movie Great. was just fucking amazing. So we get, you know, Cheetah finally, and again, thankfully, like she doesn't kill Cheetah. She just like zaps her. Mm-hmm. And she's like whatever, and then uh, she kind of comes back to life like later on or whatever. But we never really see what happens to her. And later. you also don't see her renounce her wish either. Uh, I mean, she turns back. But she can do both in the comics, though. True. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That, one I like... thing about the Cheetah 2 in the comics is, like, she has such an envy of Diana. Mm-hmm. Like, she hates her. Yeah. She's not her friend. Yeah. Like, she's not letting her bring her back. And even in this, like, you did see she was like, you're still... You know, like, you're still patronizing me. Yeah. So, I definitely, I feel like there's some unfinished business there. Yeah, like, you never saw her directly For say sure. that she's pronouncing anything. You did see her change back to human, but, I mean... Yeah, and the whole big scene at the end where he's broadcasting to the world, and she, like, reverses it, yeah. or whatever. You know, I feel like that's a risk, because if your audience is with you... They will follow it, uh-huh. and they will get emotional. Yeah. If your audience is not with you at that point, or they're kind of tuned out, especially for streaming at home, mm-hmm. and people are getting up and grabbing yeah. snacks. I, I, like, I liked the ending. I thought it was a very true-to-Wonder Woman yeah. kind of thing. You know, um, the bad guy isn't all totally bad. bad at the end. I wish we would have had some a, more backstory with the kid. I didn't really care about the kid. Right. I felt like the kid was, was sort kind of thrown, thrown in there. there. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, he's in like three or four scenes. I'm like, why do I care about this guy? I'm like, I don't even know this kid's name. Where did the kid even come from? Like, he just popped who's, up. Right. Who's like, was it from college with his mom? Right. Did like, they get divorced? Is his mom dead? And it went back into his history, too, for a second to like make you kind of connect with him. Right. And see why still he no became kid. the way, but still no. nothing about the kid. No. Just we're supposed to care about him in this relationship. Yeah, there's a little trope, I thought, with with the yeah. kid. So I didn't really get it. Like, I thought that could have been a lot more thought out and explained a little more. Right. But I did feel their connection, though, as a father and son. Yeah, 100%. But it's like, all you heard about the mom was that the mom's the boyfriend. Right. But, like, it wasn't a... 
does he hate the mom? Is it like, you know, does he hate the boyfriend? Is the kid being abused? Like, right. it was yeah. all very shallow and surface level with their relationship. Yeah. Was the mom someone whose family he scammed? Yeah, like, you know, like we what don't know. is, like, give Again, us it was a two and a half hour movie, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. That, like, a good still, three minutes into Yeah, it just backstory. felt like that was like, mm, okay. Yeah. And then whenever they're like, oh, a dad and his son, I'm like, that's what's supposed to happen. Right? The dad is supposed to love his son. Exactly. Like, that's, okay, fine. And so without so, that backstory, I'm just like, yeah. okay, so that's, and that's so, but I, I did, ultimately what changed him. Yeah. But I don't know about their about their damn relationship to even care about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that resolves the whole thing. At the very end, again, I kind of felt like, well, what happened to him? Did he get arrested yeah. for causing the entire globe right. to go into, like, chaos? Was it, like, a Men in Black memory, like, erasure <laughs> situation? Like, what happened? Because he caused a lot of damage. <laughs> Like, uh, what are the charges for that? Yeah, what happened to the Malaysia man who didn't have any oil? Like, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of things going on that weren't really explained. Creating a public panic. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, how do you even... He be, yeah, I mean, what do you a do? A few million people have You are died. charged with becoming a witch stone. Right, seriously. Yeah, so we don't even know what happened to him. And, and again, because he loved his son, is that... We something that we really don't him care for about. everything, or not like what you know. So yeah, I I do feel because like he's a basic level parent. We're supposed yeah. to just <laughs> forgive it all, congratulate him for that, and forgive it all. So just killed millions of people, son. But you know what? Yeah, I love you. All's forgiven. I think that's great. At the very end, <laughs> there's a Christmas scene for what seems like literally no reason. Yeah, where she gets hit with a snowball, and she's mm-hmm. like, ah. Oh. And then you remember that, it, at least I remember, that it was supposed to be released at the end of November 2019, uh-huh. mm-hmm. over, a, over year a year ago. ago. Yep. So that would have sort of made sense. Granted, it's also the fifth act where you're like, oh, everything's great now, and she's yeah. maybe moving on with her life. Then there's like a fifth, fifth act, like 5.5, where as... I would have just recognized her from her eyes, uh, but Linda Carter <laughs> officially uh, as this uh, Asteria character mm-hmm. uh, just like stops a telephone pole from crushing a child yep. just casually and walking uh, through a market somewhere in God knows where. Yeah, like it looks like some little Swedish town yeah. or something. Who fucking knows? And uh, it's clearly like a, you know, Warner Brothers backlot uh-huh. or something. And uh, <laughs> um, she's so like, oh, yes, ha, 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 wink, smile. Right. But great. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did, too. I love seeing her, but what does that mean? It's so Probably not a damn thing. Right. It was just a little. Just it was there. Just there for fan service, which is fine. Right, but again, if you get into the mythology of it, I mean, she's like the daughter of a titan. Yeah. She's obviously walking around the world of mortal men and Mm -hmm. all these things. So, yeah, it probably means nothing exactly, but that's my point is, uh, you know... The, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I thought it, it had was a, it was it was a good fun. Some movie. great emotional highs. Yeah, I loved, it flowed very well. Yes, uh, I love the transitions between the characters mm-hmm. and the, and the even colors and the attitudes of the film. Um, but overall, I I you know like I said, it was more of like a like a 
a B. Yeah. Effort. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Everyone seemed like they were having fun, though. So I that's good. enjoyed it. Yeah. Definitely, like for sure. But um, yeah, I didn't feel like it surpassed the, the first no. film in any way. Yeah. I agree with that. Yes, correct. But a Christmas family film that you can watch with anyone and just have a great time, I think. For and sure. And there you go. Yeah. And very fitting for her. I mean, like, how many shitty fucking Spider-Man movies have we all sat through and all the stupid-ass Batman films? Mm -hmm. Like, I think you can have a, like, decent Wonder Woman 2 and not be too mad about it. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. No, I thought I really I, I did enjoy it. I wanted it. more Cheetah. I, yeah, I wanted more Cheetah. There was like pro- fully you know, evolved Cheetah. Yeah. There was a lot more that I yeah. wanted for sure. But it's what it is. Was well, what it was. We enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, hello. And you're still going to watch it like three more times. Of course I am. <laughs> uh, and I'll probably like it more each time that I watch it. Mm-hmm. But I do, I think, too, for me, like that first act does really take a while. Yeah. It, you know, it sort of is in that like very 80s, almost cheesy kind mm-hmm. of realm for a while. So um, I could see where it's not as like quite as well received as the first one because yeah. the first movie was dead fucking serious oh yeah complete serious superhero comedy. yeah story. as to this movie i think really was at least started off for sure as a comedy yes that became more which again i mean having watched it back to back i really saw that more mm-hmm. um how the tone shifted but I think it took a little too long to get there. Yeah, I can agree with that. At the same time, so many things were just so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. As a lifelong Wonder Woman fan, to see her flying around. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing how it happens. Uh, yeah. And him teaching her like kind mm-hmm. of how to navigate through the air was awesome. Yeah. Because most times it's just like, and most times it's like that damn invisibility situations like oh and i'm gonna right. jump oh i'm flying now right right exactly it's like exactly. no like yeah i love that it did take its its moments to to get there i thought it was beautiful mm-hmm. it, it looked was. amazing the film t- filmography or whatever you call it, it was like spectacular mm-hmm. um yeah overall like i'm just so glad to see it yeah to see that she is getting out there you mm-hmm. know? but uh I I don't know what I mean. I don't know what else I would even say about it. Like it just was such a gift to finally fucking be able to right. see it honestly. on Christmas. Oh, thank God! I was actually mad. Talk about opening up a Christmas. Place. I was mad because I thought for sure they meant Christmas. You know, midnight <laughs> New York time. Yeah. Or L.A. time or whatever. I thought for sure I could just stay up late uh-huh. and watch it for the first time. And that did not happen until 9 a.m. this morning. So. That's annoying. But fuck it. it uh, actually, I just I slept in and it tried myself. And uh, you know what? I really I was going to get up and do a hike this morning and do all this stuff. And then I realized why. Exactly. I could just stay in bed. Mm-hmm. Turn my little space heater on. 
And relax. And in another couple hours, I could watch Wonder Woman. Exactly. Much more f- f- fulfilling than a hike. Well, I don't know. I really enjoy and you got some and you got yeah, some curls in with, yes. your, with your golden lasso drinks today. You're, yes, you're that fine. leads us to our golden lasso. You walk back drink. and forth to get snacks. You got your exercise. So you created a one of a kind signature cocktail. Yes, I did. Just Shortly for the show. this event, yes. and it's called the Golden Lasso Martini. How mm. did you make this? It is a culmination of raspberry vodka. Whatever raspberry vodka you want to have. Um, some margarita mix. I would have used some triple sec and some lime juice, but mm-hmm. that would have made it a little more sugary than I wanted it to be. I know you don't like a lot of super sweet things, so right. I wanted to cut down on that. So I just got a margarita mix. That was like lime, lime flavored. Yeah. Yep. And I splashed a little bit of, of it in there. Got some 100% cranberry juice. Splashed a little bit of that in there. Shook the fuck out of it. Strained it. I rimmed our martini glasses in some gold sanding sugar. Apparently, you can get any color sugar that you want. Didn't know this, but I mean, in, it's, it, in person, it's like glittery gold. Oh, like, it, it is. It, it is. is golden. If you want to see it, go to at Richie and Wes. It'll yes. be on our Twitter and Instagram. Yes, it's pretty. It's literally golden color reflective sugar. Yeah. And I dro- and you With just a drop. With a red, a deep red. Drink. Yes. And then you drop a couple of blueberries in there. Give it a couple of minutes, and they'll start to sink down. So you have your golden, your red, and your blue cocktail. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Not too sweet, not too tart, and just perfect enough to get you through the Wonder Woman movie in ease and with class. Yes, and I mean, um, because you're using 100%, 100% cranberry juice, it's good for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it offsets the, the uh, vodka. Blueberries really. have... Antioxidants. <laughs> See, we find a way to make things healthy. It's You're a good balanced cocktail. We're helping you here. It's, I think it's a balanced breakfast. It is. It really is. Uh, yes, I love it. I thought it was really good and enjoyable, and hope you guys like it. So, and uh, it's pretty <laughs> amongst all things. It is. It is very pretty. <laughs> it tasting good at just kind of a secondary situation. It looks very pretty for the gram. Yeah. Uh, if you make one, you have to tag us. Please and do. Let us know. Mm-hmm. We want to see it. So, do that. And uh, that's basically the end. That's it. That's all. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Same here. <laughs> you guys, we have so much fun uh, each and every week uh, doing this podcast. At this point, we have, what is this, year four? My God, yeah. We're going into year four. And we're flying into the Philippines next year. I don't care what yes. anyone says. Yes. Number one rated in the Philippines. We are coming back strong after COVID and doing live shows. Maybe we'll just like get our own little bubble suits and start doing live shows. But Right. Um, <laughs> Rumming around Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> hey, guys. Richie West. Oh a couple God. questions that about sex. Amazing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> little thermos is full of golden lasso drinks. Yes, <laughs> just little shot glasses. Uh, we would love it if you would share us with your friends, etc. You know, favorite, rate, subscribe, etc. Uh, that's sort of what we thrive on, and uh, give us your support. So over at Patreon, you can subscribe for like three bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Super fucking cheap. And you could obviously do more than that if you wanted to. Exactly. We'll take we'll take a tip. Tis the season. <laughs> we'll take a tip. 
We always love the tip. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will be back with a regular episode next week. Yes. Rounding out all of the year's uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans, yes, before we officially get to 2021. So we hope you join us. Until next time. Goodbye and Merry Christmas. Bye. Wonderful. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.